Hello, enthusiasts. Hi, enthusiasts. We're super enthusiastic. We're some, oh, you know what? Oh, my goodness. I'm so enthusiastic. I got to turn the AC off. No. White noise. <sighs> Audience, we're going to have white noise in this podcast. It's hot today. And it's only to keep us cool. But we're always cool, Kenny. Mm, only with AC. I, I used to like uh, when I was a little kid. You know the song, it's it's getting hot in here. I see the modest version. It's getting hot in here, so turn the air conditioner on. I am getting so hot, I'm going to turn the AC on. I mean, it still makes sense. Take your clothes off. But... It's getting hot in here. I think I'll get a popsicle. Spoilers. Spoilers. Movie Pass sucks. Movie Pass sucks. It does. Tell them what happened, Brandon. <sighs> I'm just so, I'm so angry. Like... I've used services before where they changed terms or, hey, they kind of went under or whatever. And, you know, I've always just went, ah, you know, I tried. With MoviePass, like, it seemed like it was going really well, well Okay, for a while. The only reason why we are upset, though, is basically it's the same as getting upset because you were getting free money for six months. And then now suddenly you're not getting free money anymore. Well, no. What was that no, no. about? Okay. See, I don't like that comparison. I mean, I probably saved a hundred bucks so far. Was it a good value? Yes. What I'm saying Did is, we technically get our money's worth? Movie yes. Pass, the company technically lost a hundred bucks to me. So really, if you think about it, we gambled with Movie Pass, and we came out on top because we we spent eighty bucks, right? Yeah, each something like that for a year. Right. It's been seven months. January, or, wasn't it? I thought we got them in December. Either way, it was, right it was at around the beginning there. of the yep. year. Yeah. So it's been seven months. I've definitely, I think by March, like right when Avengers Age of Ultron came out is when I finally felt like I've got my money's worth. Right. I've spent, if I would have just bought all these movie tickets that I've used the last three months, then I would have paid as much as I did for Movie Pass. So really, I got three months of free movies. So, okay, here's where I think I, a lot of my issue comes from. Because, yes, you're right. Did we get our money's worth? Yes. I mean, we did. don't get me wrong. I paid for a whole year. That's it. Is I paid for a year to but only get. They don't have any more money. Uh, well, yeah, that's, they that's the They don't have any more money part. to get movie tickets. They not only don't have more money, they had to borrow $5 million, was it? 6.3. On, on third. Oh, it went up. They said 6.3. five at first. What happened? Well, um, Thursday, anyone that went to the movies to use MoviePass Thursday, their card. Just simply wouldn't work. Like Movie Pass just shut down because they ran out of money, but to not, pay for movie tickets. But you got to say they didn't say that. It said service unavailable, which is more well, really or less happened, kind they, of a lie. But. Well, IGN pretty much said that they ran out of money, and then they had to take a loan, six point three million dollar loan, just to keep the service afloat long enough to figure things out. I'm a little disappointed. I feel really bad for anybody that got Movie Pass like this month. Yeah. That would stink to be them. Can you imagine the kid that signed up that day? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. This always happens. <laughs> Movie Pass just came out on top on that little guy. <laughs> we talked about how um, we thought it would be a good idea to do maybe a credit system rather than what they were doing. It was dumb for them to lead with Unlimited. That was dumb. It sounds cool. I mean, we were really upset when they changed it uh, for Age of Ultron. Well, since we last talked about anything related to this, they've changed a lot. They have the peak yeah. pricing. They have, well, now they don't have anything. <laughs> so they had peak pricing, <laughs> taking pictures of your tickets, your stubs. Which I never had to do. Brandon I did. Had to do. Uh, Hunter did. did. Thane did. Sarah Dustin did. did. 
Who didn't? Sarah didn't. Oh, oh yeah. And he didn't know if it was iPhone or, I, or iOS or whatever. No, no. Uh, for whatever reason, the whole take picture your ticket thing did not go out to every customer. Right. Which is I didn't so have to dumb. take a picture. And you know what? I want to hear from MoviePass, honestly, because they said it's an effort to reduce potential fraud. Yeah. I want to know how people were... The way the system works, you have to prove that you, the person that owns MoviePass, is at the theater anyways. Right. By doing a GPS location check-in from your phone. So in order to let my brother, for example, to use my MoviePass card to get a free movie, I would have to give him my card, and I would have to give him my phone or for him to take to the movie with him. Or the account. Technically, but it does verify it through your phone. Basically, they make it hard already to do right. that. So you adding the ticket you, thing doesn't I don't know do if you tried. You can't have more than one phone active. Once you switch to another device, you can't switch back for another month. They've done that oh, since really? the beginning. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So they have hard stuff in place. To where if you are going to give your card to somebody to use, it's difficult to do. Now, I don't know how you would pull this off, but I did think of one way you could kind of fraud them. And that's you go to the theater, you pay for your ticket, like you actually pay for it. And then you get you buy something that's as expensive as possible, like concessions, because I don't think it actually validates because it just runs as a credit card. They just authorize the card temporarily. And then whatever price that movie is, they would pay. So I wonder if the way you could fraud them is to run the charge. Say you bought $15 in concessions. It's just a really expensive movie ticket, quote unquote. And you ran your movie pass card instead. Because it just the allows the purchase. Right. So you spend $9 on a ticket, but they you gotta, run 15 They got to be able to see something itemized in their system, like in the moment, like a computer is I think it would just come across as a charge. Because it's just running as a credit card for the theater. I have never heard of anybody trying what you're describing. I don't know. That's, I'm just trying to think of how pass. you could fraud it. Well, either way, the point is that they, they have a lot of ways to, to keep themselves without you know uh, not being frauded. Right. The problem that I believe they had, they had a lot of deals when MoviePass first became big. We capitalized on one. It used to be to buy the whole year is 100 bucks. We got it through that. this thing through a buddy at Costco for like 80 bucks for the year. Um, so we paid a one-time $80 purchase for what was at that time unlimited movie going for an entire year. I mean, anybody listening, you have to admit, of course you would do that. Because yeah. then with that deal, the original one, it doesn't matter when you go, how long you go, how many times you go. The one thing is that you can only go once a day. Mm-hmm. So technically with that deal, I could have gone to the movies – Every day, 365 times a year. And they would have paid $3,650 worth of tickets see, for my 80 bucks. So you and I, I think we're probably slightly above average users of it. I think the average user probably only maybe went once a month, if that. But I did read, I, I want to say it was on Reddit, one of the comment threads. Yeah. There was one guy that said he had watched like 15 to 20 movies a month. And he's had, he it, he's had it for about a year. He, he pretty much signed up since the beginning. I mean, that guy's killing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he, literally he killing, got his money's worth. He's literally killing movie bags. <laughs> it's because of him. He's I mean, if that's the truth, him. after a year, then he they've invested thousands of dollars into this one guy. But we had an idea a while back for doing a credit system. Which we talked about. We did talk about that on here. Where even if it was like 15 bucks a month, you would get two movie credits. To go to whatever movie, you could drive down to Grand, Grand Rapids and get a normally... You know, $12 IMAX ticket or $15 right. IMAX ticket. But you would get two movie credits a month to do whatever you want with. Those credits should expire at some point in time. Like after six months, they start expiring. Yeah, I mean, I um, I figured it'd be like 
the old rollover programs, like but with I like cell that phones. Idea. So, like then, for example, uh, you know, Avengers came out in March. What if I wanted to see Avengers four times? Then for two months beforehand, I just would not go see any movie, and I'd save those credits, thus saving movie pass money. And they still get to limit how many times I go to a movie, right? Without limiting it by one, like they, you know, that is such a better system to me. It sounds like AMC is similar to that, uh. but they they let you go three times a week. It's like twenty bucks a month. They let you go three times a week. Um, you automatically, I don't know if you knew this, this this part might make it worth it for me. You automatically get enrolled into their premium rewards program. And the movies. The one that you normally have to pay for. And the movies count for it, I found yes. out. Yes, yeah, they do. I did not, because we had questioned that before. Like, do you get the, what do they call it, stubs points or whatever? Yeah. And there's you do, a free, I guess. There's a free AMC stubs membership that gives you some points. And then, like, so in in the course of, this entire movie pass experience because I signed up for that program when I got my movie pass card. I've got five dollars worth of concessions. So for AMC, like it seems like a decent deal if you are consistent. So the thing about the per week that I'm not a big fan of, I liked the per month mentality more. Now, technically, movie pass was per day, which is great because you get one a day essentially. Yeah, I'd be more inclined to do something more month based because I know there's going to be like weeks in a row i don't go to a movie so i'd rather have something like you get x number of movies per month what was nice about the per day too is that there are some days where i got out of work and i just didn't want to go home and instead i just went to the movies like just real quick you know i watched a lot of stupid movies by myself because i didn't pay for it yeah i mean it was great i think movie pass i don't think they need to go bankrupt they have an investment right now. It's a small one of 6.3. Really, it's just a loan. I think they need to completely revamp. I think they need to do the credit system. If they said to me, Kenny, just so you know, we're going to switch to this credit system because we need to be more fi- build up the company and be more financially viable, you're going to get one credit every month, but we promise to give you more per month after this, just in this time where we're trying to restructure, I'd stick with it. I would stick with it. I'd be like, you know what? I get it. It's better than me throwing it away because that's what I'm about to do. Yeah. And you know what? I, I did look into it today, and I need to look a little bit more into it. If we were to cancel, I don't think we would even get money back without filing an actual complaint with them. Because when you go in the app to cancel, it just says that you won't be renewed and you will be active until the end of the billing period. Well, yep. we bought a year, so the end of our billing period is technically at that year lapse we wouldn't get it you know you wouldn't get like a partial refund fund or anything like that i don't expect to and i'm probably wouldn't tr- i would try after all the junk that they did before because i was really upset if you remember remember we sent formal complaints to them yeah thane made a good point that you know what i've already saved money with it if it goes under it goes under i'm gonna keep it because it still works uh they also did a thing where it doesn't work on some movies now for example the new mission impossible came out Fallout, and that's actually what uh, started the issue on Thursday. Was that was released in Mission Impossible Fallout, and it was. Oh, I didn't all, even think of that. that it was probably... all those people at the same time trying to go see that movie. That's been being advertised since we got our movie pass. Like I remember seeing that trailer. It's the same for I've like seen a trailer every movie. It's the same for like the new uh, Fantastic Beast or whatever it is. Yeah, oh, remember we that. saw that trailer in January, and then it gave the date December on it. And my thought was right after I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, cool trailer. 
But I'm going to watch this trailer every time I go to the movies for the whole year. And we did. Yep. Still do. We're gonna, if they're going to survive as a company, we're going to know within the next couple of weeks. They should just call it Bad Movie Pass because all the movie movies gas. you can watch. Yeah, Movie Gas. All the movies you can watch right now are all the meh. Not that or great. Movie Sass. It makes you wonder if AMC's been planning this for a while and Movie Pass kind of forced their hand. AMC's been planning what? To do something like this. Oh, like their thing? Yeah. Well, yeah, they, AMC pretty much said that. When the when the first theater stopped accepting movie pass, which was like a month after we got ours, uh, AMC pretty much like said the reason why we're doing this is because we've had a plan to do something like this for a while. We're just trying to get our ducks in a row. The great thing is that whatever service comes out of this, because I feel like movie pass is going to go the way of DVD rental services, which people still we're not going to. It's going to be something we remember. But it's not going to be something that's going to exist for a while. But I believe it laid groundwork for something awesome. For example, I don't want to go to the movies anymore. Like, I don't want to go to the movies to watch a movie. Yeah. I want everything released to digital right, right away. away. Yep. And I want to pay. $9.99 it, a month. I mean, it, that's what it is. Because it would be more expensive. Month. It would be more expensive because if you did it in your home and it was digital, uh, that uh, film studio wouldn't know how many people are watching it at that moment. You know what I mean? You could have a, you could have 30 people there. So they're not going to charge you the same price as they would a normal movie ticket. And maybe they wouldn't. I don't know because you, you're getting rid of the facility. You're getting rid of the people, the employment. You know, I've been waiting for Apple or some other monolith uh, to come along and introduce something like Apple Music or Spotify, but for movies. Like, I would be willing to pay... I've thought about what you're about to say right now. I'd probably pay about 25 bucks a month, seems right, for a streaming, top-quality movie service. Subscription-based. It's, it would be more than that. They, you wouldn't be able to charge that much more. It would be more than that. I feel like to make it in the market, you wouldn't be able to charge much more. I, that's why I don't think that exists. This wouldn't be new movies yet. This would be like after they go to DVD and Blu-ray. I'm assuming what you're saying is just like with Apple Music, you have access to the entire Everything. library. Right. I feel like that would not happen. Um, number one, it would put Netflix under. Yeah, you look at me, but it would put them under. Yeah, but so? Do I don't care so? if Netflix goes under, if it benefits everybody. Netflix. I love Netflix. They're a great studio. They, they make amazing content. They are fantastic. But what I'm hoping for is something more... It, and this is what sucks about how these things work now. Something top tier. So like like Disney, there have been rumors that they're floating the idea of doing something similar. But it would only that be, rumor's been around for like a year and a half now. I know. Dude. And I was going to say it would only be the Disney catalog. If they were but gonna, then you go, oh, yeah, Disney owns everything. It, well, yeah. If they were going to do it, which I believe they still will, you'd think they would have had it a long time ago. Yeah, I don't know. But that also means they're going to pull their stuff from everything else. Okay, what you're, des- what you're describing, let's say it already exists. But here's the format that it exists as. There are only certain movies giving to certain websites. For example, Netflix has movies A, B, C, and D. And then Hulu has movies E because they don't have a lot of movies, but they've got some. Amazon Prime has movies F and G. And then you've got all these other ones, you know, Disney. There's a lot of, like, CBS and all those have their own subscription services with their own movies on it. Basically, what you're talking about, it already exists. You just have to go to multiple sources. For example, uh, they somebody did a study, not really a study, but really they just looked at if you were to get 10 movie subscriptions, because there's a lot more out there than the popular ones. 
How many movies? Wait, you're talking everything. How many like movies Netflix? would you yeah. actually have access to? Netflix was the largest one, with uh, I believe it was like 600 or something like that. But if you did like the top ten, as in the the places that have the most movie services for subscription, yeah, uh, you can have about 1,500 movies to choose with. Not to mention they're always rotating them as well. Basically, if you were to do that, I mean, you'd be looking at 80 bucks a month. Either way, I feel like if Apple were to open the door to their TV shows and their movies, or just their movies, it would be more expensive than 25 bucks. There's going to be two companies today that can do that. Or three. I guess three. We could say three, but we had, it's already been proven the third one can't. Netflix could do it. Netflix has tried, and they keep getting blocked by licensing. Well, yeah, of course. So they there's get. two companies that viably could, and that's going to be either Apple or it's going to be Disney. One, only those two companies have the resources and negotiation uh, capability to be able to pull that off. Because I get it. Netflix has a big catalog, right? Hulu has a catalog. Prime has a catalog. The issue is, is that me as a consumer, I want something closer to that Spotify or Apple Music thing. And I'm an Apple Music user for the most part. I use Spotify too, but Apple Music's mm-hmm. my go-to. And Google Play to get YouTube bread for free. Well, I have it. I don't use it. I would say that the main, the number one benefit that I like about those specific services is that I get to build a library. And this is something the movie services don't really let you do. And I love that, like in iTunes, anything from that subscription service that I quote unquote add to my library, it feels like mine, right? Yeah, because it adds it into my own little collection, and I can build a library off of all that. Yeah. So that way, the stuff I like and I watch and I use is all in one nice little area for me to work with. Netflix, even they have a great library and they do all the intelligent. You would like this movie kind of stuff. They actually, but, in my opinion, they're one of the best. They are good at it at that because everything is suggested to me like ever. But I can't I've build a library. I mean, yeah, you get your list, but that's more of a cue. Like, I want to watch these at some point. It's not a, I'm going to build up a library and I have all of these. There's one major reason that it can't be, and that's because of the cycled licensing. Yeah. Like, I went to go watch How I Met Your Mother. It's not on Netflix anymore. I know. I told you that. I bought it all uh, from Apple just because I knew it was going to be off there. So, so see, look, can you imagine if iTunes Mm -hmm. had that service? Well, because that's, that's basically what I do is I'll watch it on Netflix and everything. And if it's a TV show that I want that's not on there, I'll just go buy the season. What you're describing, if it was going to be if it was going to be done for movies, I would they would do movies and TV show is what Apple's Apple would do. Yeah, it'd be both. They would do what Movie Pass does, and they would limit you. Or it'd be two tiers, like uh, like add on options. I feel like an unlimited tier, honestly, Brandon would be like eighty bucks a month. There's so much stuff on there. Picture getting rid of your $100 a month cable service because Apple just came out with watch what you want when you want it. Yeah. Like, and it's not like here's a cycle of things. It's literally everything we have to offer. I'll tell you the only way I'd be willing to pay that much. There's only one way I'd be I'd have to get rid of everything. I'd have to get rid of Netflix, which I'd be fine with because I got all that. If it had the whole iTunes library, yeah. Like that, I would, I would literally get rid of every last subscription, and I would pay – I'm assuming at the $80 price point, they would also include Apple Music and all that with it too. Basically, the entire – I would hope so. Digital content iTunes library, all of their stuff would be available to you. Would I pay that? Yeah, I would. 
it's it's still to watch whatever like I lot. want to listen to whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah, it still seems like a lot, but I guess if all of that that was there, especially if it included Apple Music too, because that saved way, me we're, like fifteen bucks. We're talking bucks. unlimited. Like I'm assuming, because that's a premium price. I cannot see. I I really cannot see a subscription, a proper subscription service, no matter what it is, ever being over a hundred bucks. Nobody would pay over a hundred dollars a month for digital only. Content. As soon as you unless roll it over was to the three, unless not... it was something specialized that you had to use for an office setting or something like that, no one is. That's gonna different. Do that. That's corporate for, but enter- yeah. for entertainment value. No one's going to pay more than that. Well, okay, so I feel like that would be a family package too, where you can add like what they do with their music. You can add up to three other Apple devices or Apple iCloud accounts. Yeah. You know, yeah. Take note, Google. This Google, what is it, YouTube Premium now? Not having multiple accounts? What are you talking Stupid. about? Stupid. YouTube, it's I mean, premium, I, it's right? It's me. I'm single. So. It's premium now, Well, right? yeah, they don't call it YouTube Red anymore. It's premium, I think. Anyway, I pay, what is it, 10 bucks, right, ish, a month? And it's only my profile. I can't create other profiles. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want, like, like, Seth has his own YouTube account, because I don't want all of the crap that he watches in my suggestion stream. So, like, I can't expose, like, the ad-free experience to him without paying another $10 a month. Yeah. Or me having to deal with all his stuff in my feed. I set my grandparents up with uh, Hulu TV. Yeah. I, see, I consider that because we had Sling for a little while. We're pretty much Netflix only for the most part with a little bit of Prime. They're $40 a month. They have more channels. They give you a lot more. It comes with Hulu. The normal Hulu, unlimited cloud DVR. All the channels that it had, honestly, were stuff that worked really well. Their user interface was very different. I liked it, but most of like Sling or something like that, it's like they, it's like a their their user interface is very similar to a traditional cable. Sling interface was basically a cable box experience with a couple extra things. Added, Minimal, but like it was basically like cable Netflix box. style things. Um. Hulu TV is pretty much just Hulu. And then it's got, you could search for different channels and it, you can watch live. Um, it highly recommended like recording things. Basically, you can watch it like live cable if you want. What is that? But they kind of encourage you to just record everything. Is what, 40 a month? It. 40 a month. 44 with no ads for the plus four bucks if you don't want ads for the normal Hulu service. Mm. Sling was twenty five. Well, it depends what tier for a very they had basic one. for a very basic passion. You could get one, I think, under twenty because there's sling, there's sling blue, sling orange. You could do blue they and orange. They just do sling blue and sling orange now. Do they? Oh, okay. I had sling orange. I think. Yeah, uh, and then so that's twenty five bucks is sling blue or sling orange. You pick, and then you can get both of them for forty. And then it's got those additional five dollar packages, right? Um. That I really did see any need for, you know. So to take this back to the whole movie pass discussion, I think what's interesting these days is because as someone that's in software, um, when the whole idea of subscription services came along, people got really upset about it. Uh, so, for example, like there's a lot of software I use these days that is subscription based now. So the biggest example that non-technical people might recognize is uh, Adobe's products. So it used to be that you would have to buy their creative suite or each app individually, and you'd have to drop about $2,500. Yeah. And then they had like an 18-month release cycle. They had an 18-month release cycle. 
so that every 18 months, if you wanted to stay up to date, you'd have to drop another like $2,500. So it's really expensive. But you would get people that wouldn't update for like a version. They'd skip a version or so. So yeah. they could kind of manage their costs. Nowadays, you actually, it's really hard to get the just buy it outright pricing. I don't even know if they offer it at all anymore. But uh, it's basically 50 bucks a month. When I started for one it, seat. I didn't see it. And I started it uh, two months ago, three yeah. months ago. And then, so then they got nice little bundles. Like you can basically rent an app for a month. They got the photographer bundle, which is Lightroom yeah, and Photoshop. And then they got uh, the the whole creative suite, which is what I have, which is like they just upped the pricing. It's like fifty five or fifty seven dollars a month. The whole there's what? no other package with just the stuff that you use, and that's it. I could do it per app, but I would actually pay. Because I guarantee you don't use half of it. There's so many obscure apps that they have. No, I don't use all of it. I use I use Illustrator, InDesign, Photoshop, Lightroom. They should let you. They should let you customize. You like, can, but you have to pay per app. So well, that's what I was going to say. And then the number of apps I use would end up being about 50 bucks. So it's just the same price, basically, for me to pay. But then if you did that, though, then you could say you could say no to some when you're not using it. Yeah, but it doesn't save me money, so it doesn't matter. Oh, and I do use Typekit, too, for all the, the font su- uh, subscription service they have. Um, I don't really use any of their extra features. They get two gigs of cloud storage or whatever. I don't use any of that. But Anyway, my, my point of bringing that up is that Subscription services now have been really mainstream for about a couple years. They were introduced probably about five years ago, mostly with software first. And then Netflix from the consumer side really started pushing it. Uh, then you got Spotify and like Apple Music that came out. And there's this, there's a cartoon I just, uh, one of those nerdy cartoons I just saw like probably a month or so ago. And they're talking about, oh, another $10 subscription service to add. Because that's kind of the sweet spot is nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, you look at Dropbox. You look at like um, I use a thing called Set App, which has a bunch of Mac apps. Um, the photographer bundle is nine ninety nine a month or yeah. whatever. It's the sweet spot so, for low, low cost, decent value like software and stuff. Technically, Netflix kind of fits into that. Um, yeah. Although I have the upgraded streaming pack. Yeah, me too. Only so we that's just kind got of the a sweet 4K spot. TV <clears throat> right. And actually Apple Music is is about that, but I pay the family plan. So plan. I love the world of subscription services. Right. I am one of those people that I am a big fan of it. I feel like you get a lot more for your price. You do. For example, take Netflix, okay? Let's say it's it was still the family video days. What was it like five dollars for a new movie that just came out? Yeah, for it was two confusing nights, because like right? the different tiers, it was like about five bucks for a new movie. Kids' movies were free. I don't even know if you got two nights. Most of the movies that I wanted to watch were either a dollar or a dollar ninety nine. All the kid movies, yeah. Okay, I so that. if I went there about once a week, in that week I'd probably walk out at a minimum paying five bucks. Right, at a minimum. That's, I mean, I guarantee I used to spend 20 bucks a month. Yeah. Whereas now I have Netflix. 10 bucks a month. So that's kind of my point is that we as consumers have become more okay with the idea of subscription services. Because you get more for less. It, you do get more. No, no, no. You do. If you do the math based on how we used to do stuff, you do get a lot more for less. And the reason is. The I reason, have access to my favorite TV shows that I just keep on in the background. I don't even pay attention to it. Yeah. If I, got, oh, I, if I rented those TV shows from Family Video, then I'd be sitting down. I'd be taking my time with well, it. Well, because you paid for them directly. Because you paid for them. And you're on a time limit. Right. You know. And that's that's kind of. <laughs> that's actually funny. I'll leave Netflix up and just play through a season of something. Yeah. Just as 
background noise, I guess. But I'm at the point I have unlimited data on my phone now. So I'm at the point where I'm in the car. I just play TV shows on my phone. But just so when the towers the are suffering, you're one of the reasons people just play in their unlimited videos. You know, everybody keeps talking about this. I've never had an issue. In London, my dad's a truck driver around the country, and he uses 150 a month, something like that. Never once has he ever had an issue. Oh, I've experienced it. I have experienced it here, but you said this because the tower went out. And then um, I have in metro yeah. areas. I've definitely experienced the uh, towers squeeze. going out in our area right now are because upgrades. of upgrades. And basically, there's this one tower in Silver Lake yeah. that they keep trying to work but. on. Anyway, so back back to the I whole, love the subscription service world. Yeah, the subscription stuff is is good, and you know, honestly, it's a win win for. Almost everybody, because we as consumers get better value. Yeah. Um, the the businesses themselves, the major benefit they get there is the it starts to become less of a variable cost, um, or rather, it'd be a variable income, um, variable cost for us, and it's more consistent. Like they can plan, like, hey, we have this many subscribers, they pay X this much a month, and that's what we bring in. That's our revenue. Uh, yeah. The reason that it works so well is it's, it's it's easier to maintain a business that way too, right? Because you can because really forecast. Well, yeah, because your profit is dedicated. You right. don't constantly have to be going out and getting customers to buy stuff. Your customers are there every month, right? Exactly. You have a dedicated income, and the way it works, and I mean, you just have you to wanna... get new subscribers. Is the goal then? Yeah, you have to kind of think of it like like an insurance pool because it it works almost exactly like insurance does. So the way the very high level. The way insurance works is basically you pay in money per month. That goes into this large pool of money. And as you need the insurance, you pull out of that pool. Yeah. So whether it's car, health, or whatever. So let's say car insurance. You're paying $150 a month full coverage. You're putting that money into a pool. Thousands of other people are. You get into an accident. You pay your deductible. And then you pull that money out of the pool. And then basically the people that never really use their insurance... They paid for you to get that fixed on your car. The yeah. same idea with subscription services is everyone's putting $10 a month in or whatever amount. Some people use it a little. Some people stream it in the background all day long. And the people that don't use it very much are essentially paying for you to use it a lot. I think that's why MoviePass got it wrong. Is because they're not the ones with the content. So they can't really regulate usage very well. They can't plan usage very well. They don't have control of the content. They're paying for the tickets as at a discount. I give them $10 a month. I go to the movies three times that month. I am a customer that has in the end cost them right. $8 for that month. Right. No other subscription service works like that. It right. makes no sense to do it that way. Right. It makes so much more sense to do it the way we talked about, to give you a certain amount of movie credits right. each month. Because that would help like, them with cost. And that's what that goes back to a comment I made at the very beginning. The fact they started with Unlimited was so dumb. It's 10 bucks a month, okay? 10 movies for 10 bucks a month would still be cheaper for people that use it every day for them. And, you know, if you did it credit-based, cool. Otherwise, you can only see a max of 10 a month. That means they have a cap. They should have just started with something like that. And and 10 is kind of outrageous. Honestly, like I would expect the, the, to see like five say, a month. I was going to say, honestly, two credits a month. 
two movies a month as a credit, and then they carry over the next month. Yeah, because on average, that saves you about 50%. I, I mean, honestly, t- to me, that makes sense. You know, it's the same for Netflix. They technically still limit you. They limit how many devices can watch at the same time. Right, which why you have to have a limit, but that limit has to be perceived to be in the consumer's benefit, right? Not on the business benefit. Because we're seeing all these changes happening, all these benefits we see happening to MoviePass. I see my benefits going down, MoviePass benefits going up. That's all I see. Where when Netflix says to me, you know what? We're going to give you a lot more content, but we have to charge you $2 more a month. Which MoviePass can't do because they don't own the content. So they have, they have nothing to negotiate with. Correct. So that was a really good summary. I think that's really good. Uh, MoviePass, you suck. Make things better. And uh, All right. Thanks, Bye, guys. everybody. Bye. That was a podcast. You chose to listen to who? Think you make good choices Whether you dare You have Brandon and Kendall Talk about things that are cool We're feeling enthusiastic That you can be average too So dumb, so dumb, Brandon <laughs>